Hey, everybody. Welcome to Multi Multi, the podcast where we talk about the multitude of multi-site student ministry. I am one of your hosts, Joe Crabb, and I am joined today by another one of our hosts, Gina. How are you, my friend? Hey there. Doing great. Good, good, good. Good to have you with us. Uh, and of course, making sure that we are keeping the train on the tracks is Trevor, our director, Trev. How you doing, brother? Doing well, Joe. Good to have you with us and good to have you, the listener, with us as we dive into another topic here today. And I am very excited. Um, and as always, it is such a blessing to um, be a part of this podcast and be a part of uh, this family of multi-site uh, student ministry guys and gals from across the nation and beyond. And um, as you guys know, the vision of this podcast is to uh, help equip and encourage the churches who are entering into or who already have multi-site student ministry. And we hope to share what we've learned and what we are learning as we make mistakes and figure things out and have conversations with with one another and so thank you guys so much for tuning in and for continuing to reach out to us uh, through instagram and twitter uh, at multi multi pod uh, with your questions with your encouragement follow us we'd love to follow you back and see what god is doing in and through your multi-site student ministries and staff and so let's get to it though let's talk about today's topic which I think regardless of your ministry context, every youth and student pastor um, is doing or trying to do, and that is, of course, having a presence at and finding ways to partner with local schools. Uh, and so, Gina, I'm stoked about this topic, um, especially to have you speak into it, because you guys are very intentional over at Harbor uh, when it comes to having a presence at and partnering with local schools. So will you go ahead and share with the listeners, share with us what that looks like for you guys? Yeah. Um, gosh, one of the things I love about Harbor Churches is one of our um, guiding values is to be outward focused. And uh, for me, doing ministry at a local school really helps us to do that, to think beyond like our own campus student ministry and just to look at like our local campuses and all the students and families that that represents. Uh, for Harbor Churches, my role in particular is an interesting one. It, um, I am a student ministry director slash young life church partner and what that means I, is that 20 yeah 20 it means i have three jobs um that's great. Uh, but what that means is 20 percent of my time or my job that harbor churches you know pays my salary for is um 20 percent of that time i give to young life um not as a thing to like compete but as a thing that complements my ministry it helps me to like to look at the local schools and think about how can I be strategic with my time and my presence here. And I just found that Young Life in our area is one that's really healthy. I love the leadership and um, they do school ministry really, really well. So I've just learned a lot about how to be an effective presence at a local school in a way that's honoring and helpful to the school, not causing problems. And um, it's been a really good partnership and one of the things that when I first moved to Michigan from California, one, there's a little bit of like a culture difference. 
Um, but I knew that I needed to know about the local schools. So the first thing I did was I asked the Young Life area director because I found out he went to my church and I just said, hey, can you can you drive me around town and tell me about tell me about where I live, about the different communities, drive me past the schools and tell me more about them. And I just came in as a learner asking, what can I learn here? That's good. And that that relationship has been huge. Um, and I can unpack that more, but I just wanted to ask you, Joe, like I have that as a tool and a resource for me. Uh, what does that look like at Woodside to have a presence and to partner with local schools? Yeah, I mean, Gina, we're we're gonna have to go back and unpack a ton of what you just shared. So I will I will give a quick answer as much as my long windedness can be quick. But uh, you know, it it definitely it's contextualized across the campuses. Some of our guys, if you guys. Um, had the opportunity to listen to our episode with Denzel as we talked about, you know, implementing um, multi-site ministry in an urban context, which primarily birthed out of a suburban model. Uh, you know, Denzel uh, is one of our guys who his presence at schools has been to be a, a coach uh, for various teams, um, as well as to, you know, kind of come to the school and and serve in various capacities. I, I don't want to say like a lunch monitor, but just to give an example of what some of those roles may have looked like. And we've got a handful of our team members who have done various things like that, that have essentially been employed by the school as, as a coach or some sort of um, other uh, other role and has had that presence and use that to build relationship with administration, teachers, see some of their students um, and to, you know, take a hold of opportunities that organically arise from their presence there, uh, whether that's just sharing an encouraging word with the staff member or seeing a felt need and bringing it back to their campus and saying, hey, how do we encourage or help our local schools in such a way? Uh, for myself at the campus I'm at, uh, like many of you guys, every year I find myself sitting in a room evaluating the past year and I got sick and tired of every year one of the opportunities you know popping up and one of the weaknesses of our ministry being you know having a presence at schools because we just didn't have it and so uh, I started throwing darts um, I, I started being proactive Gina just I love how you said when you got here you were proactive and finding out about the schools and in that same heart I was proactive and saying all right I'm not going to end next school year um, with that same thing on the board. It's not going to be an opportunity or a weakness. You know, if it's going to be an opportunity, it's going to be an opportunity for us to grow what has already been started, you know, through the work of, uh, that God's been doing in and through students. And so um, we, we started up a program, uh, an initiative called School Ambassadors. It's kind of taken on another name now. It's called Reach, but they're kind of hand in hand. Um, and it was really just sharing with students, hey, if you have a heart to reach your hallways with the hope of the gospel, then let's have a conversation. And we just started having meetings with uh, students from all sorts of, of schools um, and laid out commitments, what it looks like, and started brainstorming what it could be to have a presence in those schools and really just figured out um, what that what needed to happen uh, for that presence to, to occur. And really, I just serve as a resource. You know, so these kids, because kids have more power at schools than they might realize, um, and they do have power to do things that are organized around Christianity um, at a school. 
And so yeah, as long as it's led by, by students, um, they have a lot of freedom and power at their public schools to, to do things. Um, and, be, and part of the reason is because schools don't want controversy. Um, schools are very open-handed and allowing clubs of different sorts, um, religious oriented or otherwise, um, being able to, to meet as long as it is for students, it is ran by students, it is beneficial uh, to the community and life uh, uh, of the body of the school, um, the school body. Um, and so, yeah, so the students have found sponsors of teachers who allow their rooms to open. And um, we, we, I just resource. So I, I meet with those groups of students from those specific schools and we kind of talk about what's going well, what's not going well, um, what needs to change, how they can best communicate. I get them set up on Remind with different classes, our communications department. Um, make some graphics. I've ordered them stickers to, you know, be able to put on their water bottles and their laptops and their lockers um, as conversation starters. And um, if they go and buy donuts, I'm like, hey, save your receipt. Uh, we'll, we'll do that. And as well as just keep community, you know, and continue that vision. I think it's so cool for students when we have our giant school ambassador thread. And I say, man, guys, it's so sweet to think that today at seven different high schools, um, people met, Christians met for prayer, um, to lift up their believers met to, to, to encourage one another. Um, they share pics in that, that thread and, uh, encourage each other as, you know, they're, they're, um, ministering to people in their hallways and so on. And so, um, it's been really cool to see. And part of it too, is not every kid who's now become a school ambassador is a part of my church. Um, it's because they got plugged into the reach group at their school and they wanted to be a part of leadership and, you know, they're, they, they hop in our thread. I meet with them. We resource them. They're still plugged into their church. Uh, and yet, um, I, I take that time to encourage them because I have students, uh, that are a part of those groups as well. Uh, and so it's, it's been really cool. So again, a little bit longer and I'm sure there's some practical things that I can pull out of that. Um, but that's been, that's been what, you know, school, school year minister, having a presence and partner in schools has looked like for us. So. Yeah. And I love how you um, also equated having a presence is remembering that your students have a presence at these campuses and how you're really intentional about that. Like, how can we encourage and support our students um, as they are, you know, they bring Jesus to their school campus and, and really sweet ways, not being obnoxious, but just like, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm here to serve my friends. I'm here to be, to be filled, filled with joy and peace and love. And that really matters. And, um, and I think that's sometimes an overlooked thing yeah. that we forget yeah. that here's our students. They embody Jesus. When, you know, I think that's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the things when I look at partnerships at the local school is I'm always looking for who does it better than I do. Yeah. Amen. Um, yeah. So in like living in San Diego, there was, you know, FCA fellowship of Christian athletes, and we had a really strong young life campus life ministry. And I'm just, I want to find these organizations, learn as much as I can from them, and then look for strategic ways to partner uh, with what they're doing because they've learned the culture they have relationships and credibility with um, school administration um, so if you're like 
just thinking about this, and this isn't something that you have nailed down at your campus, is look around you for who are the people that are doing it well. So you don't have to like reinvent the wheel, but maybe you can, you know, join what God's already doing with these organizations and supporting them. It could be as simple as like um, for Harbor Churches, like we provided space for a Young Life like Christmas party. That's it helped save them money. It gave them a place to be together. It could be something really simple like that. Um, and then the second thing that has been really helpful is just as you stay established in the community, you you build those relationships with school administrators, with principals, with teachers, with um, the administrators uh, who are working at the front counter, um, whether it's a secretary or, or whoever's in there. Um, building those relationships is huge because guess who they call when something comes up, uh, whether it's a crisis or it's a, Hey, we need some more judges for, you know, the science fair. Or we need- <laughs> <laughs> That's good though. I mean, someone's got to do it. Someone's got to let you know if your volcano is good or not. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or they need stickers. Like you mentioned, Joe, yeah. or they needed uh, DJ for something or what, you know, your students really love is when they need chaperones for a dance. Oh my golly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you mentioned that with Denzel and we did a, an episode on urban ministry. And I think he said, he said it really well, like really listening to the needs of your community. Yes. And I think, are you really listening to the needs of your local school campus? And how are you helping to meet those needs to have a servant heart to serve, um, our schools that are around us. And then are you praying? Are you praying mm-hmm. for these campuses? Yes. Um, and teachers, especially now it's so hard to make decisions about the safety of students. There's a lot going on in our world and um, just lifting up our teachers and our administrators and these and people who are making big decisions on behalf of students, um, just praying for them faithfully. Yeah, that's um, good. What are some of the stories or wins that you've seen coming out of having a presence and partnering with schools or helping to equip students? Yeah, yeah. And Gene, I I appreciate your heart there so much uh, in what you just shared. Um, It's so wise. It's so it's so good. I think that we have to remember that the aim of what we are doing is is to serve like I don't want to have a presence in schools. Uh, you know, although I shared it as such, like I don't have a presence in schools so I can feel better about myself. I want to have a presence in schools because I, I want to help our students, you know, live out their faith and and you know encourage others and um, to really meet the needs of our community. And so I think it's so important for us to understand that when we are looking to have a presence and partner with schools, that it it's not to serve any agenda. Um, outside of serving them and hopes that as we serve them and meet tangible needs, that it will give way for us to be able to show them the one who can fulfill their spiritual needs, um, to be able to share the gospel uh, in, in, in the way that we act in our attitude. And so I think the key is not having that agenda. Like I'm not there to push anything. And so I think one of the wins has been able to build that sort of trust with people. Um, The uh, conversations I've had that have come uh, with school administrators in different various like forms and facets that have been birthed out of our school ambassadors and reach program um, have been so um, encouraging because I can tell, um, I can, well, I can tell because they've told me they trust us. 
Um, they know that um, we're there for them and we're there for their students. And part of that has been even those conversations I've had with them is just saying, hey, just thank you so much for what you do for our kids. You know, I, we're in different avenues and our focuses are different, but at the end of the day, we, we both really care about middle school and high school students. Um, that's been one of the wins is really is credibility in the community um, and being able to actually meet needs and help them uh, with what they're doing, uh, the good things that they're, they're doing. And um, another, so that's, that's, you know, given life in different ways, that's been uh, a vice principal reaching out and saying, Hey, would you guys help us in encouraging our teachers and us being like, yeah, we'll buy all those donuts for you guys. Um, another way, one of our local schools does this huge charity week and we've been able to partner with them for the last couple of years. And, um, we host one of their large events. Uh, we provide the desserts for it and all that stuff. And, um, we get to be a part of, of that. And I'm telling you, it takes over their school and they raise like $150,000 for local charities and all this stuff. And so for our, for, for, you know, our students, there's so many things that like pull and vie for their attention. And this is a thing at a school. I mean, they're meeting the needs of people by raising funds for charities, right? Um, that, that, that is something that's close, that can align closely to the heart of a believer. Uh, and for the students, there's a lot of excitement at their school. And so the fact that they, as the school ambassadors, their reach group, like it's their, their logo on the banner. Like it's their, their name also on the back of the shirt um, and that they get to be a part of that and that their church is championing it. And the, the, the win is for those relationships to get furthered and for the gospel to be shared through just authentic action like that. That's been one of the biggest wins. So just being able to, um, to, to do that with, with them, to have that presence and to partner with those schools. That's been some of it there. Um, but yeah, I, you know, what, what about you guys? I mean, you guys, I love what you said. You guys have been able to host a dance for, uh, for young, that had to be fun to be able to, uh, to host a party for, for the groups and everything. But what have been some of the other wins for, um, for you guys as you have had a presence and partnered with schools? Yeah. One of the beautiful things about multi-site student ministry is that it's, uh, it gives us the opportunity to be the church where you live, which, always That's involves good. a school, right? Because um, yeah. if you look at like mega church, we built this big church and a bunch of people are driving from lots of places to be here. Or you look at multi-site where we're, we're everywhere and there's schools everywhere and students everywhere. Uh, what's been a win for us is how can we meet needs in our community uh, with, in a really tangible ways. Um, some of the things similar to what you mentioned, but one is um, we run a ministry called Hand to Hand um, okay. where we I think, I don't know if it's a national thing or not, but, um, but our campus is just really committed to the students at our local school. So we do a lot of like donating um, food so that um, kids who get free or reduced lunch, they get a bag to go home with them on the weekend. Because the weekend can be a time where food is scarce if you're used to getting your food at school. So that's just a real tangible partnership we have with our local school. Um, like that that's really cool yeah so things like backpack drives like okay what do you need we need backpacks and school supplies all right we got it uh, so just i think with our generosity with both with our time and with our dollars being able to say yes we got it yeah we'll take care of that 
those real tangible needs of a school has been just a huge partnership and it builds a lot of trust. And then um, your church campus just really models the heart of Jesus. And that's, that's compelling. Yeah. Amen. That, that's good. I love the, the, you know, the, the practical things here. Uh, and I think one of the issues I see for guys and gals, uh, you know, again, regardless of ministry context um, is really just trying to like get that, build that pattern or start that presence or, 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 or bridge that partnership. And so, um, you know, Gina, what, what are some, some practical things that people can begin doing today? Um, to start having a more predictable presence and begin that partnership with a school. Yeah, uh, call. <laughs> call your a principal, assistant principal, or young life leader, area director. Call somebody involved with the school and set up a meeting or coffee or socially distanced parking lot, whatever. I don't know. Um, but just take the initiative and pick up the phone and um, get in contact with someone that you can learn from. Um, that's super practical. And then I think the other thing, which I mentioned earlier is finding like an organization that does it really well. If, if you're struggling in this area and learn from them. And one, one thing I've noticed, it can be really hard that sometimes we feel like this sense of competition with other like campus based ministries, like, Oh, they're going to take our kids or whatever. Yeah, like, no, that's not how <laughs> that's, um, that's a scarcity mindset. This is, I'm going to operate from a place of abundance. There's a lot of kids and a lot of families. And if my kid goes, to, my student goes to your retreat or whatever, whatever, yeah. I'm not going to worry about it. Uh, but how can we partner together, not compete together? Um, so build good relationships with other youth pastors and other campus-based ministries in your area. So you can together do a lot more than us just trying to like, do that Sunday thing and keep kids coming to our thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so good. You're right. You know, there's, um, tens and thousands and thousands and thousands of, of high school students and middle school students in this area. Um, and I, I don't represent all of them. So there's, there's, there's plenty of abundance there to go around. And so, um, I think we have to remember that, that the, uh, uh, the harvest there is, is plenty. Um, I, uh, Gina, you at the top of the show, you were sharing about your job um, and how 20% of your work goes towards young life. So some people will be like, yeah, I mean, if 20% of my job could could go to that, but I think it's fair what you said. That means technically you have three jobs and I'm sure at times it feels like three full-time jobs all at once. Um, just to want to ask some clarifying questions for the listener. Was that a part of your job that was already built in by Harbor, by your church? Is that, hey, as we are, as a church, as we're outfitting this, this is what we want for our student ministry team? Um, or is that something that you guys, what was the process to get to that point? Was it something that was established or something that you guys had to work towards? Yeah. Uh, in our area, a lot of, well, and at Harbor Churches, a lot of our staff are former Young Life people. So a lot of our pastors have a young life background. So there's this natural like um, trust and relationships built with that. Um, so what my role as a young life church partner, I, I that was like the role I accepted. I walked into that. Okay. But in terms of like all of our campuses, if you look at like our playbook or guidebook, we have like a scalable, we call them like scalable 
experiences like if your campus has this many students you're yeah, yeah you've you kind of tiered it out a little yeah here's like here's all the different ways you could have a full-time person part-time person young partner. So it's an option not a requirement it kind of you need to like know your community and the needs of your community and the needs of your campus so like our original campus they they do not have a young life partnership there because they have a larger student ministry requires more time but they have a really strong relationship with other young life staff so um yeah so for me at my campus it's part of my job at other campuses it's not so it's kind of a, a thing you can opt into if it makes sense um and it it really just helps us to be outward focused and it just kind of it's in the drinking water now you know it's like it's seeped yeah. into our culture so whether it's something you do as part of your job or something that you're just supporting uh we just really care about campus ministry I think one of the things that's interesting too, for people who aren't familiar with with Young Life, which I'd be I'd be kind of surprised if if someone listening's not, but um, you know don't don't feel ashamed of that. Um, but Young Life is also kind of they're set up by areas and regions, and it's kind of multi-site in that way if you think about it. Right, so right. if you um, have one or two of your staff members who are connected to the heart of Young Life and, you know, and the practical aspect and actually present at those schools, um, those schools are usually in, you know, a, a region with other high schools and there's other Young Life people who are present at those schools or, or are trying to do so. So I think even having somebody on your staff across the campuses uh, or if you have multiple student staff at a campus, I'm sure that, I mean, that's that's a step in the right direction um, to do so. And um, I think that, you know, it's a, it's a good thing to be able to have those conversations. I, I think you'd vary, uh, depending on the context, but I'm sure a lot of um, people who are listening, your campus pastor or executive pastor, or what, however your organization is structured, has probably talked to you or would love if you were able to have a, a more predictable presence in schools. and. And it's one of those tensions because there is a ton that's always going on in ministry and a ton that needs to be done. But how do you allocate space and resources to do it to the point that you just made, Gina? It becomes second nature. It's in the drinking water. It's just a part of who we are. Um, and for some, like myself, you know, a couple of years ago, finding myself in that same spot, we just got to start doing it um, and build that into the culture and that rhythm. And so um, that's. That's really good, Gina. I appreciate I appreciate that insight. I'm sure there's going to be people who, you know, have have more questions about um, that particular model of, you know, being a student staff member, yet also part of your job being dedicated to young life. So it's good. Yeah, I have. I think uh, another thing to think about that's interesting is one of our smaller campuses that doesn't have the budget or the staffing to have a student ministry. Young life is the thing. Um, so if you're a parent, you're like, oh, what do you have for my student? Oh, hey, we have this Young Life thing that meets on Monday night and it's run by Young Life, not by us, and we don't pay for it. Um, so that is an interesting partnership, like a reverse partnership, like they supply our thing. Um, yeah, that's for cool. A, yeah, for a church plant. So I, I think that's really interesting. No, that is good. That That's sweet. So if you're listening, I'll give my my thoughts here on uh, on some practical things and before we, uh, we, we wrap this conversation. Uh, and I think the 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 practical thing right for me out at the bat is um, you got to get students involved. Um, ask them, 
you know, and sometimes you know, when it started with us, it was, hey, what would need to happen in order for something like this to happen? What would need to happen in order for a group like this to meet at, at a school? And for us, the way our groups are look and they're structured, um, I, I know sometimes the practical tip can be hearing how they're practically running. Uh, and that is they're focused on primarily focused on prayer. Uh, they're not Bible studies. Um, there is a devotional thought that's generally shared. Um, but and they, they, they meet rhythmically in the school, the, the, the particular uh, group of students at each high school determines their rhythm. Um, some were meeting weekly before school, some were meeting weekly after school, some were meeting bi-weekly, some were meeting weekly during the lunch hours, but it was really what's best for that particular school. And again, as the resource person, I just kind of lead and guide them and um, help them as they're kind of processing the decision to make. And so they get together and, you know, they might have donuts in the morning. One of the, the kids who's reading, uh, leading it, uh, will do a Devo. Uh, and then they break up into prayer groups. So they all pray together and, um, Really, it's just kind of giving them the different models and way of doing it and uh, empowering them to, giving them the resources to do so. But I get having those students involved and even walking through some of the, top, the tough times um, with them of like, yeah, you know, only four students showed up and so on. And, you know, I think of the many great stories that have come out of, uh, of our reach groups um, is that, you know, there was one group that started at a high school and it was six students who were meeting. And as of last year, there were over 30 that were meeting. And I had the opportunity to go to uh, it one day and I was talking to some of the freshmen and it was funny talking with them um, because I put the these two dots together that their group was, that reach group at that school was actually started by one of their small group leaders. And here these girls are, their small group leader had graduated, all that stuff, but these girls were able to be a part of a Christ-centered community at their school. And part of the reason why we started them was for the seasons in which students weren't able to be a part of um, our weekly ministry because of sports or whatever, at least they had another space that they could connect with believers and believers who are part of their student ministry. And that's exactly what they had shared. They're like, we love it because we haven't been able to go to wake lately because of cheer practice. But um, it's been cool because we're seeing people from wake here and we really just feel a part of community still. And I just love that connection, that one student who felt empowered um, and were following faithfully what God had put on their heart um, has had such a mass effect on so many students and really just seeing the heart of that come to life. Yeah. I mean, Gina, any other thoughts yeah. or anything that you um, want to share on, on this? Yeah, I think one of the things that um, as you were talking about your students, I'm like, Joe, those are like church planters you're raising there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> good yeah i love it but just a final question like what are your hopes like what's next for you as you look to build upon this foundation that you've started uh when it comes to having a presence and partnering with schools what are, what are you thinking like what's your hope yeah i mean uh one word more <laughs> you know, like but like but more more schools um, we, we currently are just run this with high schools. I would love to do something with middle schools. Um, but you know, more, more schools, more students, but when I say more students, more students leading, um, and then more students being brought up, uh, you know, the, the thing has a shelf life if you only have seniors leading it. And 
part of it, you know, for, for us this year is we have two groups that were being led by seniors last year and a failure of mine in leadership is, hey, who are those next students up who are leading it? Um, and, and so more, just more opportunities um, to be able to partner with schools. Re and, and, and I think more time, me spending more time to partner with um, those students and, and get into the schools myself more um, to be able to meet the more of those needs of the teachers and, um, and, and so on. So one word more. Um, yeah, Gina, I, I, I would love to hear your heart as well as you guys are partnering there with Young Life. Is there anything that comes to mind as you guys are um, forward thinking, uh, things that you would like to see uh, and are praying for over the next couple of months and years? Yeah, I think when you said more, I know it's like more because our heart is multiplication. Yeah. But it's not multiplication because we just need more numbers. No. It's because we no. really care about people. And that's a nice sense that. Uh, and what you were, what you've been sharing this episode is like, is we just, we care about students. Um, and the more students we have that are on campuses that are caring for um, the students that they're sitting next to in a classroom, it just really matters. Um, so as I look, my hopes for campus ministry is that it's just for he like healthy relationships between leaders who are um, leading organizations just a lot yeah. more like maturity and trust and just learning from each other as brothers and sisters in Christ and, uh, and a little less feeling like competition because we yeah. can feel that sometimes because we do have people that ask for numbers and things like that. And it can, it can just uh, be stressful. So yeah, deeper respect, trust um, with the people around us that also really care about students and campus ministry. Amen. That's so good. That That is so good. And I agree. It's that the heart of more just comes out of discipleship, you know, yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm hearing and that the discipleship and the body of Christ being built up. And so I love it. This has been such a good conversation. Um, I'm excited. I, I'm, I'm going to text my school ambassadors here now and um, so let them know that we were talking about them and, um, I hope that's encouragement. I think it's so cool. And uh, for those of you listening, you know, if you're doing this or you take one of these ideas and you implement it, please let us know. Because what I want to do, I want to share that with our students, our school ambassadors, and to say, hey, guys, the work that you're doing is actually encouraging um, other, other student pastors, youth pastors, and students across the nation to share the gospel with others. Because um, it's true. At least I hope it's true. Um, and we all need that kind of encouragement. And it's just a cool thing to see how God's working in that way. And so, um, guys, thank you so much. If you've heard anything that you want to talk more about and I've got questions about, then feel, please reach out to us. Or you heard something that you're like, hey, I can speak into and I'd love to help you guys. Um, please, we'd love to have that conversation with you. And just go ahead and slide into our DMs, either on Instagram or Twitter, at multi Podcast. And this has been encouraging to you. Would you please share it with others, share it with your team as you guys look to uh, make an impact for, for the gospel and continue to grow um, in your leadership. And so we love you guys. Until next time, I bid you a farewell. Bye. Bye.